I've never heard of the news of death so much in our lives, uh, in my life, like these days. Every day, I tune uh, to the news, and I hear, I count the number of death almost every day. They report it every day, and because of COVID-19. Uh, globally, 2.85 million people died of COVID-19 as of April 3rd. When I first started uh, this sermon, it was 2.7 million. And then later, I checked yesterday, it was 2.85 something uh, million people died of COVID. Probably as of today, more people die. But remember, they are not just the number. They are people. They were somebody's father. Yes, they were somebody's father, mother, son, daughter, husband, wife, and a loved one. In other words, there are 2.85 millions of sad stories people have. They lost their loved ones. There is so much sadness and sorrow. There are so many people's painful stories. Now I'm a little bit used to it, but in the beginning of a pandemic, I cried a lot watching news and hearing the sad stories of people. And we have come to this Easter service with kind of heavy heart. I mean, Easter is a time we celebrate Jesus' resurrection. We celebrate the new life. Now we have come with a heavy heart. We are celebrating Easter in the midst of sadness and sorrow. What does it mean? I ask myself, what does it mean to celebrate that Jesus is alive? Jesus is alive in the midst of this pandemic. What does it mean to celebrate that Jesus is alive? So I first reflected on death, the death of Jesus Christ. Was his death in vain? Yes, he did die a horrible death. The most painful death, injustice killed him. People killed the innocent man in the cruelest way. They painted this innocent man as a criminal and put all the blame on him and killed him. And then by killing him, they proved themselves right and made this innocent man wrong, a criminal. What a nonsense. What a nonsense. Jesus' death very clearly exposed this nonsense of human behavior. It, it exposed our evilness. But thank God, Jesus' story did not end there. Jesus' 
death was not just a meaningless sacrifice of human evil. God raised him from the dead. God proved that Jesus was right and he was innocent. His death brought life. Jesus had a victory over death. Jesus had a victory over the evilness of this world. Jesus showed that his death was worth it. This is what we believe. This is our creed. He died because of our sins, because of our evil. Evilness of humanity killed Jesus. Jesus, but Jesus did not just die because of our sins. Jesus died for our sins. His death had brought power to bring life. His death brought forgiveness, healing, and life. So in that sense, that cross did not just expose the evilness of human beings, humanity. The cross released the power to heal us. Long time ago, that was what Isaiah saw. He said, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Jesus' death, Jesus' suffering, Jesus' pain were not in vain. His death was not in vain. It moved God. It moved God. It brought God into action. You know, God does not move as he feels like. We do that. For no reason, we just randomly we do th things. And then uh, people ask, why did you do it? And we don't know why we did it. We just do as we feel like it. And, but God never does. God never moves randomly or as he felt like it, God always moves according to his justice and righteousness. Unless there is need for righteousness and justice, God does not move. Like uh, when God uh, moved uh, to, uh, uh, the, uh, to bring the Israelites out of Egypt, God saw the evilness. God, saw, oh, God wanted to bring justice and righteousness. Then God moves. And Jesus' death gave reason for God to move. God saw the injustice in Jesus' death. God moved and God raised him from the dead. In that sense, Jesus' resurrection was God's justice. It was God's justice. By raising Jesus from the dead, God's justice was served. God brought 
justice to the world. All the good deeds Jesus did, all the good te teachings Jesus taught us, all the hard works and sacrifices he made while he was on earth did not end in vain. That's what we believe for ourselves too. That's what I believe. That's why we do good things. All the good things that we do, I believe that they are not in vain. While living for what is good, just and right, sometimes we also suffer. Some people even died. They fought for justice. They fought for what is right. They live for God. But they were misunderstood, ignored, misrepresented, criticized, hated, and even killed. But we believe that their life not in vain. All our efforts, hard works, and all our sacrifices will not end in vain. Our life is not in vain. That is a central message of St. Paul and his argument about resurrection in this chapter of his first letter to the Corinthians. If there were, if there were no resurrection, Everything collapses. Everything collapses. Evil wins. Injustice wins. Human greed wins. And death will have dominion over the whole world. If there were no resurrection, then all we do is in vain. Our preaching is in vain, our good works are in vain, our sacrifices are in vain, our life itself is in vain. Chapter 15, our first letter to Corinthians, it's a beautiful chapter about Jesus' resurrection. If you have time during this Easter time, go back and read again the whole chapter of 15. It is about Jesus' resurrection and our own resurrection. And in that, when you read the whole chapter of 15, you see four times Paul said that if there were no resurrection, everything would be in vain. You'll find that. Let me read it for you. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me has not been in vain. And he goes further along. If Christ has not been raised, then our pro proclamation has been in vain. And your faith has been in vain. And then further along. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. And then finally, at the end, he said, Therefore, my, uh, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, <clears throat> always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord, 
Your labor is not in vain. Your labor is not in vain. Your hope is not in vain. Your faith is not in vain. Yes, our life is not in vain because at the end, there is resurrection. We may go through all kinds of things in life. You all know that life is not predictable. And life is not always kind to you. We cannot demand that life should be kind to us. Life doesn't work that way. Who would ever, ever, who would have ever expected that this kind of pandemic would happen to us in our lifetime? Whoever would have expected it. We don't know what to expect in life. That's what life is. Tomorrow, we don't know. I just hope that nothing as dramatic as this may happen again. But who knows? Just yesterday and the day before, now the number of cases is 3,000, over 3,000. The battle is not over yet. We can be strong. We can handle it. We will not be shaky because we believe in Jesus' resurrection and our own resurrection. As Jonathan beautifully shared during his praise time. Jesus is risen. And we will also rise. The end is not death. The end is life. Jesus made that possible. Because of Jesus, our end has changed. Because of what Jesus did, our ultimate fate has changed. That's why we should not be shaky, but firm. In living a good life, no matter how difficult it may be. Don't be discouraged. Live a good life. We will not be defeated. You'll be recognized. St. Paul said at the end of his, uh, uh, this chapter 15, beautiful and powerful statement about Jesus' resurrection. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Oh, where, oh, death is your victory. Where, oh, death is your sting. The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So resurrection is not just about, it's not just about going to heaven after you die. Resurrection is not just about Hopeful thinking. Resurrection gives us the power in our present life. We may not have a proof for resurrection, but if the spirit of the resurrection lives within us, it shows its evidences. It leaves its mark. It was the spirit of resurrection that changed the lives of the disciples. Before they experienced the spirit of resurrection, they were timid. They were scared. They didn't really understand Jesus. 
they were not like disciples. They always lived with fear and their personal ambition and greed took over their lives. But after they experienced, when, when the spirit of resurrection lived within them, they changed. They gave everything to God. They are the proof of the resurrection. They are the witnesses of the resurrection. If you have the spirit of resurrection, you will not be shaky. You will be steadfast and excel in good work you have been doing. We will have a desire to live a good life. COVID-19 has exposed many things, kind of in a raw way. It has shown true faith. I see true faith and a fake faith. True spiritual faith and religious just piety. I see that. When hardships come, true faith reveals itself. And also through this COVID-19, people have shown their strength and resilience. And a lot of people have fought the good fight. And we should continue our good efforts. But COVID-19 also has shown ugly side of human nature too. One nurse in Toronto said, I'm a hero as a nurse, but as a Chinese Canadian, I'm reduced to stupid Asian. She shared her experience. I saw a video of a 65-year-old Filipino woman on the way to church on, in, New York's, in New York on the street. She was punched in the stomach, and when she fell, this man just stepped on it, on her, and nobody bothered to help. And Asian stores were vandalized. They said, after this pandemic, COVID-19, 150% the racism, Asian, uh, racism against Asians has increased, 150%. COVID-19 has revealed ugly natures of human beings, such as fear, anger, scapegoating, racism, and selfishness. But we should never be discouraged because of these negative things around us. We should keep fighting the good fight. Fight the racism. Fight the fear of our own. Fight against injustice. Fight our greed, our selfishness, and our arrogance. Fight our spiritual laziness. I also read your pandemic reflection and I'm so cute that I see and also uh, little children, I mean little children talking about suffering and hardship. Oh my goodness, <laughs> whoever wrote that uh, script. But anyway, uh, we also read your uh, pandemic uh, uh, testimony. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I could see how directly and indirectly this pandemic 
affected all of us. Giving birth to a baby during this pandemic time and taking care of him or her is challenging during this COVID time. Losing somebody very special, not even being able to have good funeral service, that was hard. That was hard. Going through emotional ups and downs, morning and evening, different. That was hard. Being in isolation for, for so long. Doing online courses, both to high school students and children, that was very tough. And then parents, whenever the school, school closes, they just don't know what to do. They have work and they have children. Hard to grapple, to deal with. But be patient and do what is good in the midst of this challenging time. All your efforts will not be in vain. You have the spirit of resurrection. Even though you fall, you will be able to rise again. Let us serve each other and let us help each other more diligently and humbly with compassion. Let us be humble and let us love and let us serve Essential things about life, this COVID-19 taught us what is important, what is essential in life. Our efforts will not be in vain. Let us keep up the good fight. Jesus is risen. Let us rise from the darkness and shine the light. That is a proof of the spirit of resurrection working in our lives. Yes, our heart is heavy, but our spirit is uplifted. Let us celebrate that Jesus is risen. Happy Easter. Let us turn around. We may not be able to hug you or shake your hands, but let us say at least happy Easter. At home, you do that with your children. Happy Easter.